0: Welcome to another episode of Cultivate and Keep, where we talk about what it means to be a man as a Christian. And uh, today is the first day of our two-week challenge. This is a challenge where we're doing uh, two weeks straight, an episode a day, for the first 14 days, the first two weeks of December 2018. So yeah, so we're we're doing this little thing. We wanted to, uh, one, get more episodes out for you guys and more blog posts. Um, but two, we wanted to do a fun giveaway and incentivize people to share the podcast and have a little uh, audience growth there. So um, how it's going to work is that for the, two, the first two weeks of December, starting December 1st, uh, we're doing an episode a day and a blog post a day. And so what's going to happen is that in, uh, also on top of that, we're doing a, a giveaway so if you go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge, which you can go to right now, uh, we're doing a giveaway. If you put in a little information, you share with your friends, uh, basically you'll get entries into a giveaway. There'll be a little leaderboard and um, there'll be some prizes. So first place is going <coughs> to get an all new. Can I get oh, in the game? Corey? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, put get me in the in. game right now. Yes. You're in coach. Sub you in. All
1: right, cool. Uh so wanna make it very clear. This yes. giveaway is about a leader board. So yes. I think with most giveaways it's like a random draw. Like it's not a random draw. Yeah, it's not like that. So We're not about that. The life. more you share, the more you do this, the higher chance. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say chance. Like you can literally win if you just do it yeah. more. So yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh so first place is gonna get an all new Kindle Paperwhite, which they actually just came out with a new edition. It's pretty baller. Uh your choice of a book from the cultivateandkeep.com slash favorites page, which has uh, our, our kind of curated list of our favorite books. Um, uh, exclusive, only one run, limited time run of Cultivate and keep uh, t-shirt and hat. It's pretty baller. Wow. Excited about that one. Big time. Big time. And then second place is gonna get a cultivateandkeep.com, or <laughs> keep saying d- dot .com, cultivateandkeep. Uh, <laughs> it just says dot .com? Yeah, it just says <laughs> cult keep dot No. It'll, it'll be pretty baller. We'll make it nice. I promise. Stop saying baller, please. Okay. Sorry. Uh, a cultivate and keep t-shirt and hat. And the third place will get your choice, a book from, uh, cultivating slash favorites page. Okay. So, um, we're going to stop with all the advertising, but this is the two week challenge, uh, podcast episode and a blog post a day for the first two weeks of December go to cultivate slash challenge mm-hmm. to help us get the word out
1: tell your friends tell your mama yeah. tell your pops
0: but make sure to use that referral uh, engine that we're using yes, yes in order to climb up the leaderboard and win
1: yeah i think we should say so that is the platform we're using to track all this yeah. so if you just go share randomly you know that won't really we won't know we appreciate it thank <laughs> you but thank you um, it's not going to count towards yeah you.
0: So you'll see the leaderboard, you can check in at any point. Um, And uh, again, the more you share, the more we love you and incentivize you so that we can give you cool stuff. If you won, what book would you pick? If I won? Mm -hmm. Um, Let me see, actually, I I still, I don't think I own it yet. I think I would choose Extreme Ownership um, because I'm a huge fan of Jocko, listen to his podcast, listen to a couple of his talks. and I've heard his t- uh, his TED talk. I even heard him live actually talk about it. But I still haven't read the book. Hmm. um So I think I would good, I would do that I one. I
1: think I would do the same. I've really, read, I started it, but
0: this is the Jocko podcast. Is. This is the Jocko podcast. Without Jocko. All
1: right. Well, let me start my timer because I forgot. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we
0: hear you, and we want to keep our episodes um at a more concise uh, time. So. Yeah, will be Every time that. I forget the timer. Sorry, Especially 14 episodes in a row for this two-week challenge. Yeah. Um, so we're yeah, going to do our best I for that. I think
1: 30 to 40 minutes will be the sweet yeah. spot. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I say we jump into Let's it. Let's get into it. So today we're going to talk about the idea of uh, not losing your awe and wonder of God. Hmm. Um, so this is a topic that um, I find interesting. I think for a long time, uh, I don't know, when I've, when I've heard this idea, it gets me excited. Yeah. Um, there is a <clears throat> there's a song by Bethel called, I think it's called Wonder, um, by Bethel mm-hmm. Worship. And this song came out, like, I think four years ago. And I think that was when I started kind of just thinking about awe and wonder of God. And there's a few verses that the song references. And um, anyway, I started studying that more, got more into it. And I think it's a great topic, a great thing to keep in mind, not losing your awe and wonder of God and kind of what that looks like in our life and I think just in thinking about this topic, um, very quickly, I, for me, i realized, like, wow, like, I very often, like, I frequently lose my awe of God. Like, it's very mm. easy to go about my life and be distracted and to forget and simply just to not maintain that fascination with Him and to yeah. be um, just, you know, I don't, I don't want to say excited, but to be, like, engulfed with just who the Lord is. Um, so, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. We have just some points, but... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I well I feel like it's it's such a good topic to talk about because we forget and I don't know about you, but I literally forget anything and everything. It doesn't matter how important it is or how like small it is, but I have to write everything down. I use my reminders app religiously. I use my notes app and my iPhone religiously mm-hmm. also. Um but it's something I mean you wouldn't think that you would forget, like, oh God is real and like He's huge and amazing and like the creator of the universe. But the reality is that you do mm-hmm. and even if you do i think you can also sort of slowly lose again the the awe and wonder of just who he is and like always being amazed of like like wow you know what i mean it's it's hard every day to come excited and to be excited about who god is and to be awestruck all the time you know what i mean
1: yeah if i had a guess um i, I think the reason why it, it's hard to every day keep our our awe and wonder of god um isn't so much that we we forget or that we um, just don't care. I think it's more with being distracted and I think kind mm. of being daunted by yeah. what's in front of us. For me, that's that's the case. Like, just being kind of uh, focused on my tasks that I have for that day or just thinking like, man, like this situation is hard. This sucks. Like, this is kind of all I can see right now. So this is what's going to, you know, take my focus. And I think just yeah. remembering like the God that we serve and the God that we have on our side um, is, is much bigger really than anything that we can really mm. ever um, encounter. So it's kind of the idea of what we're going to I'm talking about today.
0: Yeah. And I love that we're talking about this because it's one of those things that doesn't come naturally and that you always have to cultivate your awe and your wonder of God because otherwise it would just kind of naturally go away and all the distractions of life and all the different things you're involved in or or even hard circumstances too, but it's very easy to lose that. So you always have to be fighting against that and fighting for your awe and wonder of God.
1: Um, yeah, I, I want to start us off with this verse, 2 Corinthians 5.15. It says, um, oh, wow, I'm going <gasps> to read. <laughs> I was like, yes, I was going to say it It's like one line, so <laughs> I, I think I can do it. 2 Corinthians 5.15. I'll try. It says, uh, Jesus came so that those who live, and I, I kind of skipped part of it. Yep. So Jesus came so that those who live would no longer live for themselves. Hmm. And I, man, like I like this idea because I think for me, it kind of gets me focused and realizing that, really with the Christian life, we can either live being um, captured and being under the the awe and wonder of God and who He is and serving Him, or we can be in awe of our fears and in awe and wondering, you know, what we're going through. And this verse says, Jesus came so that we would live and no longer live for ourselves. We would live to be with the Lord. Um, I think a lot of times we think of a topic, we read a verse and it's like, Very, very, like, applicable. I think this one, I like it because Hmm. the verse says nothing about awe and wonder of God. It says nothing about really being captivated by God. It simply says we don't live for ourselves. We live with the Lord. And Hmm. so the idea of going through, you know, I got to stop saying the idea. Connie was telling me. She listened (laughs) back to this, and she was like, you always say the idea. Everything is an idea for you. (laughs) And I'm so sorry, but it just comes out. Uh, So
0: It's okay. We'll work on that. The idea. You're growing, you know, because you just read your first verse. So I know.
1: It's a big day. Well done. Uh, um, so that, uh, the thought of, <laughs> I, mean, I can't <laughs> just going to sub that with another word. <laughs> Guys, accept it. I'm going to say the idea. It's, yeah. Okay. okay. See who I am. Um, uh, we want to say the <laughs> idea. It's really hard. <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. Um, I think you should take over from here, Corey. I'm just going to s- sit out for this okay. moment.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things, um, they wanted to say was, were that our lives are either captured by the majesty of God or, Or they're going to be captured by the fears of life. Mm -hmm. So all, I mean, the the funny thing to me is that there's always like the bad is always going to outnumber the good. Mm -hmm. And so you always have to redirect your attention. You always like there's always going to be something bad in the news. There's always going to be something, you know, some emergency thing at work. There's always going to be some sort of distraction happening in life of something you have to do or something that went wrong or a relationship somewhere you have to be. And um, and so you always have to, to be captured by the majesty of God. And, and like, but I love the way that the verse phrases it is, Jesus came so that those who live would no, no, no longer live for themselves. Mm-hmm. Is that, I mean, not having the awe and, and the, the wonder of God is almost selfish yeah. in a way. And kind of a, an abstract, kind of weird way you have to, to think about it. But if you're not in awe and wonder of God, then you're slipping back into yourself and you're focusing inward instead of outward where god is which
1: in in most cases that and that's what happens and so we talked about being distracted and being forgetful but i think in in, in reality is is that we slip back into being fearful yeah. and we slip back into i think just looking at what, what we face and what we can see and it causes us to shrink back uh, I, I read a few weeks ago i, I put it in our notes but um, it's just the story of David and Goliath. Hmm. And so Israel was in the Valley of Ella. I'm not sure that's how you pronounce it. Uh, that's where they were when they encountered the Philistine army. And I guess what happened was, so Goliath came out. Goliath was like a monster. <laughs> yeah, Literally <laughs> he comes out beast, and he says, send me your best warrior. That was like how this started. So like right away, the Phil or the Philistines, the Israelites, they retreated back. It says they were, they retreated in their tents for 40 days and no one came hmm. to, to challenge uh, David. And what it's funny, I, I was thinking of this. I read the commentary, and it says, like, what does Israel do? They retreat back. Like, yeah. you know, they're, they're challenged. There's there's something big, a monster in front of them. And rather than, like, realizing the power that's on their side, the, the Lord, they shrunk back and mm-hmm. retreated. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, the commentary says that they didn't have... um, What, is, what does he say here? So uh, so the issue was that they didn't have a fear problem. They had an awe problem. Hmm. And I think yep. it, was, it was put... I think it was well put. You know, you would think, oh, yeah, they were fearful. Well, no, they actually had an issue of, of where their awe was. They were in awe of Goliath and not of of, of God. And you know, the story goes on. Obviously, you know, David mm. comes out and slays the giant. Um, but I think that's so applicable to our lives. When we're faced with something that's daunting, um, and we could talk about what that is, but you're faced with something that's daunting. The question is, where where is your awe? Where is your wonder? Is mm. it with what you can see? What's what's uh, what's in front of you? Um, that seems big and scary, or is it, like, do you fear God, and do you have awe and wonder of Him, and you let that um,
0: carry you, you know? Yeah, I think that's an amazing point from this, and obviously there's so many different, like, themes and lessons you could pull out of any kind of Bible story or or parable, but I think this one is especially interesting, because Goliath was awe-worthy, and he was, I mean, you got to wonder how the guy was so big and so huge, and I mean, well, he was supposed to be like nine, eight, nine feet tall. Yeah, and something crazy. He was obviously very muscular. He was a very trained warrior. He probably looked crazy like a madman. and and um, But it's interesting because when he comes out, uh, when the Israelites took their awe off of God and onto Goliath was when they were in trouble, was when they sunk back <laughs> in fear. And it's cool to think about that because then your awe and wonder of God is actually... Uh, an asset that you have for God. It's actually an encouragement. It's actually strength that you have in God. And I wouldn't normally think of the awe and wonder that I have in God as like a strength or mm-hmm. as like some sort of like spiritual gift that God gives me to encourage me and to face life's challenges. But in reality, the awe and wonder that you have in God is uh, something that you have to face life's battles and to, um, that encourages you and, and it gives you more faith. Mm-hmm. Um, gives you a stronger faith. But I would never would have thought about that.
1: Well, as I was reading his story, it kind of came evident to me. I think that having, like, awe and wonder and fear and reverence for God, uh, that gives us strength, like you're saying. But also, I think when you have those, like, so when you have fear towards something else, I think it empowers what you're facing. Mm. I think, honestly, even, even, like, a spiritual sense and then, like, a literal sense. So, like, with the story... If I was a Goliath, I'd be like, "What's up?" Like, yeah. I, you know, like Dude, he you knows would feel tough. Yeah. Like, if you come out, send me your best, which is a cool statement. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just I runs know. away for forty days. Like, hmm. you would feel like I, I'm in charge. Like, you know, I, I'm the one to be to be feared. Yeah. Um. So y- you you backing it down, you empower what you're facing. Hmm.
0: Um. That's a really good point. Yeah. It's a, it reminds me yeah. of um, I w- I don't know where I was, but I was watching a video of. Oh, it was because um, I was watching a video from one of the YouTubers. I watched Casey Neistat, and he was talking about um, like life every day in New York when there's a crisis. Because in New York recently, there was um, a, a bomb threat, and I think there was the CNN building. I want to say, and so they had to evacuate it. Uh, but the news make this makes this huge big deal out of it. And it's not like it's not a serious issue. Like a bomb threat is, you know, a, a big threat, but the news blows it up to be this nationwide problem but in reality what he did was that same day he went around the streets and he asked people if they knew about it some said yes some said no but no one was panicking like hmm. li- i mean this is kind of new yorker style a little bit but they're just like carry down with their day and one thing he, he said the i think it was the i don't know the mayor or the governor uh, of new york and he said like um basically the concept was a terrorist is only a terrorist if they um, strike fear in your heart. Hmm. so if you don't let them bring you terror, they're no longer terrorists yeah. and again the same way is like you you uh, you give power to whatever you give awe to. So if you're in awe of whatever you're fear, fearful of, if it's a terrorist or if it's um, some sort of struggle or issue that's going on or if it's just you know whatever bad thing is happening to you, you're giving power to that thing and you need to replace that with the awe and wonder mm-hmm. of God and that gives you power
1: yeah as you were talking i'm, I'm thinking for myself like because we're not facing like a literal goliath nowadays yeah. right we, we i guess in a in some sense we are but not in like a literal but w- so day to day like what kind of things like do i face or do you face hmm. that um is, there's an issue of of awe and wonder with And so for me i'm thinking of like say obligations and duties um stuff with work you know family like those types of things um I don't think it can be daunting, but it can present stress and it can be an issue of being absorbed with fixing those issues. Hmm. And when I give, I, I give power to that stress and I, I can, in a sense, like increase what the difficulty of what I'm facing when I only focus on how hard it is and yeah. how like, big this issue is. But the more and more that I'm, I'm satisfied with God and I'm fulfilled with with who he is and the fear the fear of God. Then the the easier it is to overcome those fears that I have and those mm. just day to day simple stuff. Um, so the the a line in that commentary and he said, uh, let me say. So he he read that story and the very end of it he says, "This is how it should work." He said, um, "The fear of God should dwarf anything that we face." Mm. And I think that's that's cool. Like thinking about no matter what it is. So for me, you know, it could be stress with work, family, friends, whatever it is. Um, like, what, what, no matter what I'm going through, the fear of God that's in me, my awe and wonder of who the Lord is, knowing He is supreme, He is for me, He is with me, um, He is my supporter. Like, that should dwarf whatever I'm facing. Yeah. and it's not in like a sense of like. You know, I'm pounding my chest like, I. no one can stop me <laughs> Not like that. But and we, but know no that. one can stop God. Well, and when
0: you have God in your side, then that gives yeah, and it, what it, power.
1: It reminds me of at a men's conference, uh, I think two years ago, Drew Miles was talking and it was, I forget the title of the workshop, but he was just talking about like for him in the workplace. And he's a, um, a, like a younger business owner. And he was sharing that. Uh, he was saying, he, he's like, you know, guys, whatever meeting I go to, when it's like with a big client or I'm with competitors, he was like, no matter what it is, Every, like, workplace meeting that I go into, I'm never, like, intimidated. I'm never worried. I'm, I'm never fearful because I know that I, so the company he has, he's mm-hmm. using it to further God's kingdom. So he knows God is with him, God is for him, and God is wow. going to support what he does. And he, like, said it so, like, simply and just matter of fact. And he made a comment. He was like, "Yeah, when I'm like in the boardroom, or whatever, like waiting, or like among my competitors, like I'm thinking to myself, like I'm sorry for you guys because the Lord's <laughs> with me," which is like a funny way of thinking. But yeah. it's like a it is, he's right. Like that's really yeah. how it should be. And I, I think what he was speaking to was that's not how it is. Like we, mm-hmm. we hear that we should know that, but that isn't how most of us live.
0: Yeah. Though. Well, you know what's funny too, and I think this plays so perfectly to it, is that you know who comes out on Israel to to face Goliath is it's david and who is david david was this boy who was um he was kind of like a daydreamer a little bit you know he was kind of like a Mm -hmm. a little bit lucy i mean he was like he was the youngest he was put out to be a shepherd he was very lowly um so naturally he has a lot of time to spend praying with the lord and you know a lot of the psalms are written by david and all of the psalms are all proclaiming the glory of god the majesty of god how powerful God is, how mm-hmm. you know, how in love and how in um how wondrous God is. And that's so I don't know, that's so applicable because David, um his David's awe and wonder of God allowed him to slay Goliath. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't his physical power. It really wasn't even the stones that he launched with, with mm-hmm. slingshot or whatever it was. Really it was the awe and wonder of God that he had that allowed him to slay yeah, Goliath.
1: Yeah. Um it's good. One thing I want to talk about was, like, spiritual growth and, and how do how do we go about that and what role does um, hmm. having, you know, wonder of God, like, have with that. Yeah. The first thing I want to say was, uh, I think it's important to know as people, we are hardwired as human beings um, for awe. We were made just to simply, like, be, like, shocked by things and to yeah. be fascinated with stuff. And I think one thing you talked about in your notes was, like, how nature and, like, things that are around you, like, seem to have that effect, which I think is common for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it had me thinking, I wanted to ask the question, um, like, what fascinates you? Not spe- specifically for you, Corey, but right. just, like, in general, if you're yourself. listening. Yeah, like, ask yourself, like, what has your attention? Like, what fascinates you? What gets you excited? What has you, you know, awestruck? What types of things, ha- you know, has that effect on you? Are is, is it things of, of the Lord and spiritual stuff? Or is it more, you know, tangible things that you can chase after in your life? Yeah. Um, I yeah. think it's important to understand that we are hardwired to, to um, for awe, and we are hardwired for for
0: wonder. Yeah, I, th- I think that's so cool because re- in reality, we're all looking to be in awe of something. When we go into social media, and, you know, we find some dude like I don't know, uh, balance beaming like across a canyon with yeah. without any harness, or you see like that one guy who scaled Half Dome without anything. Uh, I mean, we're always looking for the next thing to be in awe of. It's exciting. Uh, it gives you yeah. life. Um, so we were, like you said, we were hardwired for awe. But in a lot of ways, we're we're perverting that. We're in awe of the, raw th- the wrong things. Mm-hmm. We should be in awe of God and his creation and not the things that people are doing and how great and mighty they are. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, John Piper has a quote. He says, spiritual growth is about recapturing your awe. Hmm. And I like how he says, like, not capturing, but recapturing. It, I think we talked about this in the beginning, but how it's, like, continual and it's yeah. ongoing. And it's, like, a daily practice that we have to do of, like, remembering, like, who has our awe. Who who, are, who do we fear? Who has our attention? And so, you know, it's simply a growing spiritually in, in who we are and, and knowing the Lord. Um, that's all about recapturing your awe and, and remembering yeah. really who the Lord is and what, and what he's done for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so applicable for so many people because I I think everyone's experienced this where you devote your life to God and you become a Christian. And it's this amazing, empowering moment where your life changes and you're forgiven of your sins and you can feel the Holy Spirit and, um, and then reality hits, you know, the next day comes and you're still living the same life. And, uh, and like over time, again, it can kind of gradually wear off, but I think that so perfectly captures it. And that, Spiritual growth really is every day recapturing your awe and then cultivating and and keeping. That's kind of corny, but <laughs> yeah, that worked. It works though. Cultivating and keeping your awe of God, and that's what spiritual growth really comes down to. Yeah. So what are, I mean, what are some ways that
1: like to do that? As you were talking, I was thinking, yeah. yeah what are some ways?
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Well, one of the things that I like, and I'm a little bit of like a hippie in this way, but I really like capturing like. I'm in awe of God and his creation. So that's one of the ways is you can look to his creation. One of the things that always gets my mind boggling is, um, and kind of one of the things that like reassures my faith and how I, uh, explain it to other people who aren't Christians is, um, if we live here on earth in the midst of this whole kind of universe, like even just looking at the expanse of all creation and you only have to use the word creation. If you look at the expanse of Everything that exists, I mean, it's insane. You have to at least think that there is a God, and that is amazing. Um, And if there is a God who um, who created all this stuff, then He must be perfect, and He must be all powerful, all knowing, omnipresent, Mm -hmm. etc. And if He is a perfect God who created all of this, then He must love us. Like, there's no way that that there's a perfect God who has all the power to create everything that we know that exists and more. I mean, there's obviously things we have no idea of. Um, there's no way that he's going to be an evil, tyrannical, you know, uh, a bad God per se. Um, the, the fact that we are here and that we exist and that there is everything that we know uh, reaffirms the fact that there is a God. And that has me in on wonder of, I mean, one, if you just look around uh, and, and that's what gives me faith is you look around the universe of space and I, I literally I don't have any clue how that works. Mm-hmm. Zero. And then you look here on the earth and you can go to places like Yosemite, Yosemite and the Grand Canyon. Um those are just two places because they're kind of close to us and I've been to them. There's like a thousand more places. Um and you think about everything that's here and you just can't help but be in awe. Yeah. Like no one can go to the Grand Canyon and be like, "Me, it's okay." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no one goes yeah. through the Valley of Yosemite and is like Oh, this is cool. I mean, maybe if maybe you're like a stuck-up teenager or something, but you have to be in awe, and mm. and then when you attach that, you connect it to God and how He created this thing. I mean, it's crazy how big God is and how all-powerful He is that He created everything. Yeah. So I think
1: that connected with like
0: people, and so
1: you can look around you and see you know what. All, all these you know wondrous things you're talking about, you know nature, you geek, um, and then, <laughs> But pair that so there's that with what we can see, but then there's people that we we can surround ourselves with, and if, if you are around other believers and other people that share what you what you see and believe, it's like this it can can, can combine to strengthen mm. like your fear of God. Like you yeah. you are around other believers that believe what you believe, and you're constantly talking about those things, and and um. It, it again. It cultivates that fear and wonder of God, which yeah. is should be a daily a daily thing for us. I think if you um if you go any period of time with either not you know looking around and seeing the nature you're talking about or not reminding yourself of um you know how good God is, it's easy to like to back away and to lose yeah. some of that awe. Um, but I think you know often you know talking about that and discussing it with others can help you know capture
0: that for you, recapture it. Yeah. Another thing that just blows my mind is, um, like whole idea of like time in in history and maybe we're getting a little off track but i i've like really wanted to share this because i don't know i just been thinking you about guys it so much Corey's
1: face it's so <laughs> excited
0: but um i've been thinking about how i mean i as of this recording we're both 23 we've been alive for 23 years you know which which comes out to not very long like sure a lot of things have happened in our lifetime but in the grand spectrum of how much time has passed let's just say it's about six thousand years. It's literally so small, Mm -hmm. and maybe for some people it's discouraging to think about how short your your lifetime is and how small you are. But to me, that gives me on wonder of just I mean, because I am small, it makes me look outward of how big everything else is. Um, Like the the thought that two thousand years ago, maybe two thousand and or maybe maybe it's actually like one thousand nine hundred ninety years ago, Jesus walked the earth. Like, whoa, Jesus yeah, actually the, was the, the, on the this earth. Right. Like <laughs> What? That's crazy. You know, because you, you read the Bible and you hear stories from your parents or maybe you just, you know, see it on TV or something. And you're like, oh, that's a cool story. But it's so disconnected. But then to actually think like, I, I mean, I need to get to Israel at some point because to walk the same ground, and the same hill, mm-hmm. to go to the same places that Jesus did, that is nuts. Yeah. And that just brings it to a whole new reality this this is a very
1: like limited small like example of what you're saying but yeah. th- you're right just the other day i was at my parents house and they have a brick um in the ground that's has dated like 1958 whatever mm. which is like not that, l- that right. was, like, what, like 70 S- 80 years ago
0: 1950 yeah, yeah. 70 years ago exactly so
1: not that l- long but it just like a weird thought i had like oh wow like this ground that i'm standing on was actually was here in place 70 years before ago. me and it and it looks it looked really good condition yeah and so that i think of like um if you see like photos of like places on the earth that have like morphed and change over time you know or yeah. like you see a photo of like I, I was somewhere and i think it was downtown El cajon and it said like Oh, in like 1920 and it's just like, you know, one little bank and like a (laughs) horses and a carriage. And now it's like McDonald's right there. Like, you know, it's like weird to think about change. Yeah. And it's kind of along with what you're saying about like we are so small in like the midst of all this change. And like look. From from history, like look how far we've come, and yeah. like you think, like, there has to be a God or s- holding all this together. You know, it's a yeah, right. so weird. You like, can it, cr- it automatically creates this awe in us. Like mm-hmm. y- you we're really like, we're wondering, like like what this why, curiosity, how and why. And you you said like, at a good point. You said, but now it's a matter of like, where does that awe and wonder go? Does it go towards God or you know something else? And so yeah, yeah, we were made for that awe and that wonder.
0: Dude, the other day I was uh, I found this. I don't know, scrolling through, and I came across this picture of a tortoise that was 184 years old. What? Okay, but th- like that tortoise has outlived every human being. Yeah. Well, besides like the biblical times way back then. Um, but it reminds me of the verse, uh, Psalm 90, verse four. He's, and this is David talking about God. He says, a thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by or like a watch in the night. And that also, I mean, now it's even put into more perspective. Like a thousand years to me is an insane amount yeah. of time. But then to God, it's a day. Yeah. It's a blink of an eye.
1: That's so crazy. Like, whoa. Like God is crazy. Anytime I try to like <laughs> I try to comprehend like time, like, yeah, uh, I have it, no perception. I like lose my marbles. Like thinking about creation, like how was God just there? And then boom, like it's just like a crazy thought to have. Yeah. And, it's funny because we literally as people we cannot comprehend it. We literally, but can't. I, I think that again it speaks to the wonder of who God is. Like he he is and he was and he he's just he was there. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even, I don't even want to go down that tangent because <laughs> my head is like spinning right we're now. We're gonna like, sound like we're on drugs. Trying <laughs> to think like, yeah, about if We yeah, talk it. about it's anymore. Geez. But well, this is all to say I want I want to add like you guys can't see our face right now but me and Corey are still like. Animated like what and even just talking about we're it makes full you of like, wonder and we really yeah. are and again It speaks to that's how we are as people, yeah. you know And it's, again this whole topic is getting that on wonder, you know back on to God
0: and recapturing every day like we are right now uh, one of the other great ways I think is um, it's just meditating on it and not meditating in the sense of like crisscross applesauce with your fingers and a you know on your on your knees or whatever it is but like Meditating as in like really deeply in thought about something you know for a good period of time and again john piper we're just going to be pulling quotes from him all day he says this is meditation getting glimpses of glory in the bible or in the world and turning those glimpses around and around in your mind looking and looking Mm -hmm. and that's in the context of god so uh it also reminds me of philippians 4 8 when he says and paul says finally brothers and sisters Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is adm- admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. Mm. So even just like forcing yourself to sit down and think about like, what am I in awe of God or what could I be? Mm-hmm. It again, like puts your focus off of the things that you shouldn't have your on, and then puts it on God where it should be.
1: Yeah. it's Good. Well, We are, I think, just over the thirty-minute mark. Okay, so we so got to wrap up. We've Got to stay true to our word. Okay, I, I wanted just a few last things. I kind of wanted yeah. to recap, and so, um, you know, so one thing we we, we talked about was um, have simply having this awe and wonder of God, and the idea of recapturing that on a daily basis. So, kind of again, like, how, how do you do that? How do you go about that? You know, one of the ways we have talked about it is um, surrounding yourself with people, simply mm-hmm. just talking about it, like yeah. we're doing right now. Uh, as, as I was thinking through that, I was kind of thought like, when was the last time I was like with a friend and we just literally talked about this kind of, this kind of stuff. So maybe like you try that, you go do that. Um, you talked about, you know, meditation, spend time with the Lord of reading was on here. I don't think we said that. Um, and I, I was I would think, uh, reading it's might sound weird, but reading the Psalms and I think just kind of meditating yeah. and thinking about, because a lot of what David does is just simply being be in awe of God. Yeah. Right? That's really what it's he just is. tripping out on yeah. God. And so I think those things are a great way to um, continually recapture um, your awe of God.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so those are the big three, I think. If we were to just, uh, Yeah, like that's these what we trying to do. <laughs> these are three of the ways, yeah. but, you know, look at God and his creation, uh, be around other people, read and meditate, and what was that for? But, those are four probably the most yeah. actionable ways that you can start to recapture your off God every day. And and like John Piper says, this is the key to spiritual growth. Yeah.
1: Cool. Will Corey take us home, baby?
0: All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, t- <laughs>
1: you guys, his was <laughs> like, all right. He like all right. whipped his head. That was so funny.
0: Um, again, go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge to enter our two-week challenge and help us get the word out. Uh, you can climb with the leaderboards. Uh, oh, we didn't mention this, but it's going to close after 14 days. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you won't get anything until after that, and then we'll send you that. But again, it's a all-new Kindle Paperwhite, your choice of a book, uh, limited time, Cultivate and Keep, t-shirt and hat. That's like a $200 value, <laughs> huh, Corey? But wait, there's more.
1: Um, there's oh, actually not more. That's so it. I should add this. If you guys want to support us on Patreon, <laughs> uh, you can help out with these costs.
0: Yeah. But for now, focus on <laughs> cultivate. Focus and keep. on the challenge. Yeah, the two week challenge. Um, really, it's just a great way to do it. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and I look forward to seeing all those shares. Uh, Cultivateandkeep dot slash challenge. That's all we got. See you Cue tomorrow. The music. All right, here it is. <laughs>